All right, we're back here off topic, backsportspage.com. Real quick, Steve, I know that you're a gamer. Oh, I'm a gamer. I'm a gamer. Uh, Definitely. Uh, back in the video game days that I used oh, to have. Oh, video game. That's uh, uh, yeah, you're, you're a ball football, player. Yeah, ball, yeah, ball player. player. Yeah. No, I'm. Uh, listen, I'm. I'm the type of person who should be the agent, not the, <laughs> <laughs> not the, uh, not the player himself. But if you're a video game guy, you definitely got to go to Level One Gaming uh, in Pompton Plains, New Jersey, two fifteen or twenty three South Pompton Plains, New Jersey. Call them now eight six two two four eight zero four five six or Level One Gaming. Level1games.com right now. You definitely want to go there if you like Atari, PS1, PS2, PS3. doesn't matter the system. They got the games. They're just not a store. They're a family. Go check them out right now, Level1games.com. All right. Well, proud to uh, bring in our good friend Jonathan Coachman from ESPN. You see him on SportsCenter. Uh, he's now enriched in WWE WrestleMania coverage. Coach, how are you tonight? Gentlemen, I'm great, and my... My, my trip, my WrestleMania experience would not be the same unless I was on your show. So now I can proceed <laughs> after this, and I can feel good about everything. No, okay, awesome. So first off, let me know how much I owe you for that. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know, you know, coach, you got to ask. Yeah, you got you to ask. You know. can't afford it. <laughs> um, last time we really spoke, before we jump into WrestleMania, i got to ask this question to you. Last time we spoke, you didn't think CM Punk was going to make it into the octagon. Um, well, he, he, did, did he really? <laughs> he made it there for two minutes and 30 seconds. <laughs> I mean, I will, I will say this, that I, I, I'm not surprised. You guys know me. I'm not surprised to pat myself on the back um, unless it's really deserved, which these days is often because I've been pretty well on point with everything. Being punk, I was dead on. And I like the guy. We've always gotten along. I, 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 I'm friendly. I, I think he's smart. I just pulled a Stephen A. right there. I don't have to give him a compliment nor to criticize, I guess. <laughs> uh, so, but I, and I said the Ronda Rousey thing to the T. That was what was going to happen. It's very easy to see. If you watch this a lot like I do, and, and I'm not the only one that called this. So, so I'm not going to pretend like I was, but I'm on a national platform where I was on first take that particular day. That's a big platform. It, it's easy to see how these guys are going to perform, or ladies, and being punk. He needs to understand. It's like asking Floyd Mayweather to come and be a full-time WWE superstar or asking Tito Ortiz or any of these other MMA guys. It takes so many years to become great enough in order to perform on the biggest level, and that's exactly what the UFC is. So it didn't surprise me, and it would not surprise me if we never see him have a fight again. Because you can't keep going in there and getting beat up in a minute or two. Um, since you brought it up, Floyd Mayweather... And uh, Conor McGregor, he gets into the ring with him, and he loses. Does that kill his uh, whole UFC experience, or is this like is it is this done? Is this like, uh, or is it still alive? Brother, let me tell you. Let me tell you something. If somebody handed you a one hundred million dollar check, <laughs> and they said you need to look like an idiot for thirty six minutes of your life, and then go back to your day job, and it's a win win because you're not a boxer anyway, are you going to take that check? Oh, I'm taking the money. Every single time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking the money. It is so crazy that this fight is not done yet. And this is the way Floyd has always been. He, he, he's always left so much money on the table. He still made a lot. But he could have made another billion dollars just fighting Manny Pacquiao three times. Yeah. And the fact that this isn't done. And this is going to be, this would be a $1 billion fight. It absolutely would be. And the fact that it's not done is criminal because it's all about entertainment. I don't care about the beauty of the sport or the, 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 the being a natural boxer or a natural MMA guy, from an entertainment standpoint, 
who does not want to see this? That's all I care about. And the fact that I'm not seeing it, now I'm, I'm a little bit upset because they teased us all the way to this point, and now you need to sign the contract. But, but I don't think that McGregor can beat him. Did any of you guys see the, the, um, the video of T.J. Dillashaw? Uh, and uh, the fighter's name is he's number three pound for pound in the world. Uh, it was, just came out. Brett Okamoto had it a couple days ago. If people haven't seen it. Go to Brett Okamoto's uh, Twitter page. And T.J. Dillashaw got absolutely, it was a sparring session. He had it handed to him. And he got done and he said, listen, that guy's amazing. I just got my, uh, my bleach kit. And these guys understand when you're a great fighter, it's different than being a great MMA fighter. It just is. Coach, I mean, I completely agree with you on that. Uh, I do want to say, though, I mean, Conor McGregor, yeah, he makes whatever money he makes in his fight, but he still has to go back to his day job, right? What if his day job's not there anymore to go back to after this fight? He's the biggest star in the world. Yeah. Why wouldn't it be there to go back to? Yeah, he's it's... the biggest star in the world. He, he lost it to, to Nate Diaz and came back. It was a bigger star after he beat him the second yeah, time. That's true, too. Yeah. This is, this, you know, it, it's not going to hurt him at all. Because Floyd Mayweather, let's not forget, is the greatest pound-for-pound fighter probably in the history of boxing. That's who he's going up against. This is a win-win, a can't-lose, and imagine this guy. What if he's the one guy in the history of Floyd Mayweather's career to knock him out? Think about that for a second. Yeah, that's... He would be the star amongst stars, and he would make so much money going forward, he wouldn't be able to spend it. You're right, Coach. But, I mean, that that, that hasn't even crossed my mind. I, I'm not really sure he really has that shot, you know? Well, and, and Coach, uh, just to quick, make a quick transition here also, um, I have to ask you with, with your, your coverage of WrestleMania in the past, they had Ronda Rousey, and there's been so much talk about Conor um, possibly doing something with WWE, even though he's been very vocal against wrestling fans. Uh, how do you think either one of those two would translate if they ever decided to um, work with Vince and the WWE? Well, you got to remember, guys, size is a big deal. And even though Floyd's done stuff in the past, it's a big show. Uh, Connor naturally is 160 pounds. Uh, there's been very few uh, WWE superstars at 160 pounds. It's just it's not very believable. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Ronda would have a much better chance of making it believable because she's the same size uh, as the girls. I said this tonight that she got beat, and I will say it again, that I don't think the WWE will ever touch her. If they do, it's going to be somewhere down the road. Uh, but... Her whole mystique, her whole persona is based off what she did in the octagon. Her self-worth, unfortunately, for her, is based off what she did in the octagon. And if she can move past that and live a normal life, and she can move past the stigma of just getting rocked two times in a row, you've got to have a badass mentality when you're in the WWE. The last time we saw her, that's all anybody's ever going to remember. You cannot bring in a broken superstar and try to rebuild them when she's not a trained wrestler because she's not going to be able to go into the ring and earn that back. And that's what people don't understand. It just won't work. Um, real quick, on the top on the topic of WWE with WrestleMania this weekend, um, you know, John Cena, I know, was on with you recently. I, I have to yeah. ask, the, I have to ask the, the, uh, the question here. John is in a very interesting situation with Vince because every single time Vince has had a top guy, they've always seemed to leave the company on a on a, some sort of a negative term. Hogan in '93, Bret in '97, Shawn in '98, 
Austin in 02. Rock went to Hollywood. This is the first time I think Vince has to really... Coach in 08. Coach in 08. Coach in 08. Coach in 08, yes. Yes. Like, you know, it's, it's, I think it's one of the oh, first great. times um, that he's had to transition his main guy down. Here's the thing, guys. When you get to a certain stage, um, you can't compete four days a week, 51 weeks a year. You can't do all this out there. You just you physically can't do it. And there comes a time you have to be very smart about your schedule. The thing that John Cena, and I literally, and I, I can speak to this, guys, because I just talked to him about this exact topic last week when I interviewed him with Dickie. So I, 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 he told me this to my face. So write it down. Okay. He said, I can't do all those house shows anymore. And it's not like he does just the big ones. He went to Johnson City last week. He went. To, he says, but the days that I'm not wrestling, I can't just go home and sit home when I have the opportunity to go host the Today Show. Or I've got a chance to go make a, a mainline movie, which the one coming out in May is going to be a game changer for him. This is a real big box office movie that he's a star of. So he understands that 40 years old, he is not old at all. But he is wrestling old. That would be NFL old. It would be Major League Baseball yeah. old. So people forget that, and they act like he needs to be at every single house show. He doesn't. He's still a big star, but he doesn't want to go sit at home because he physically can't do all the house shows. That's why he's doing everything, and he's doing it very different than The Rock did it. Rock did it cold turkey. He left, and he was gone for several years, and that's why his early movies didn't make a lot of money because the fans, and I spoke to a lot of them, said, we made you. We made you The Rock. Without us, there is no Rock. Now, I've always said this that Rock is the most talented guy I've ever had the pleasure of working with and watching. And he has taken what he's been given and taken it to a level that very few, if anybody, has ever done. But when he first started out, even he would tell you that probably he should have come back a little bit more just to get wrestling fans to go to his movies. That's the smart thing that John Cena is doing. He's doing all this. He's working a ton. Yes, he's incredibly busy, but the physical toll isn't being taken on him because he's not wrestling four days a week. Even though all the wrestling fans want him to, he's done that for 15 years. He's given the fans everything they've asked for and then some. He's headlined WrestleMania for well over a decade. He's allowed to go do something else, but you're never going to see, see him leave here full-time, and that's the smart thing that he's doing. Mm -hmm. Now, as far as working with the WWE for WrestleMania and SummerSlam like you've done over the last couple of years, can you talk about the behind-the-scenes side from from your role with ESPN, the production side? What goes into this? How much preparation are you doing? Uh, who do you – well, I'm not going to ask you for a name of who you coordinate to make this happen, but how do you coordinate it to make it work with ESPN since they're, you know, they're still covering uh, you know, the NBA right now and some of the major yeah. – how, how do you make that work? Well, it, it, was, it was tough at first to do the logistics. I've got, I've got five really smart guys, and I did a really smart thing, and I got one guy from every different department that I needed. And I've got uh, arguably the best producer at ESPN, and I've got the guy who runs our social media at ESPN. I've got the best editor at ESPN. And all these guys just happen to be big wrestling fans, and we call them coaches crew. And all the stuff that you see... We do on our own time, meaning I still do my five days of Sports Center and all the WWE content I do on my own time, as do all six of us. So when we coordinate for this, we just I have one guy that I go through. It's a very simple process, much easier than anybody else has to do when you deal with NFL, Major League Baseball. 
because I know everybody still at the WWE. It's a handshake deal. Everybody thinks there's, there's money going back and forth. There isn't. And if I need somebody, I call them and say, hey, listen, I want Cena for this week. Or they have a suggestion, hey, can you use Goldberg for this week? And we just work it out and we do it. And we do whatever's best and what we think is the most entertaining for that week. And it's been killer. It's, uh, we have a new website that we started with WWE content at ESPN that's been doing incredible numbers. Uh, so it's, it's, it's much easier than most people think. And we'll be doing Sports Center on Sunday. We'll be at the Hall of Fame tomorrow. Digital media, as you guys know, uh, that's the future. And you have to do things in little chunks. And that's our thought process all the time. So uh, that's how I get it done. And just a lot of uh, a good faith from my bosses. And let's not mistake it. They see the numbers. And they know that we're bringing new eyeballs that normally don't watch sports to ESPN. And maybe they stay for a little bit longer. Maybe they read an extra article or two. Uh, but we need more eyeballs. Everybody does. Every show, your show, my show, you know, everybody needs the eyeballs, and that's all we're trying to do. And it's just fun for us to do it. It's a passion project. Um, I don't know how long it'll last, but hopefully it continues to grow. And are, and are you guys branching out with other sports like UFC, like some of the other things that, that can definitely use the attention? Um because you, last time you and I spoke, and, and Steve and I never, I really never talked to Steve about this, but last time you and I spoke, um, I asked you about the NHL and how come you know a lot of NHL fans were upset that the, the Sports Center doesn't give the NHL enough time, and you said because there's not as much demand for it. Um, do you still feel the same way now about the NHL, and do you still feel that the uh, things like the UFC and maybe some other sports can use that type of attention on on Sports Center? It, it hasn't changed, uh, and, and you have to remember these are sports. Uh, these type of highlights have got to be, you know, 90 seconds to two minutes. Uh, people have to evolve with the times and understand what it is. Uh, NHL is still a niche sport. Is it one of the big four? Yes, it absolutely is. But there is not a craving for it. Uh, whenever we don't show highlights, I might get one or two people that complain on Twitter. If we don't show the Cavs or we don't show the Patriots, it's everybody complaining on Twitter. Yeah. It's just, It's just the way it is. And hockey fans, and I get it because I'm a golf fan, and I'd love to see more golf highlights at ESPN. But the bottom line is we're a national network, not a local network. And you have to do what the masses want and then hope that there's a group like my group that can take the time to do WrestleMania, can take the time to do uh, UFC 200, can take the time to do the World Cup of Hockey, which is what we did last year. So it's not as much as people would like, but it's just the way that it is because you only have so much time, so many resources, and so many people that have the expertise to do it at this level. You know, and especially to it, I mean, if you go to the website, I mean, it doesn't have to be shown uh, on ESPN, the, the sh- on, uh, you know, the TV. Uh, you can go to the website. They have more niche uh, parts of the sites for that, too, as well. I mean, it's it's not like you can't yeah. find information. It's it's, it's out that's there right. for you. That's right. That's right. And that's all we try to do. As far as the UFC is concerned, believe me, Brent Okamoto is as frustrated as anybody uh, that there's not more. I was frustrated last year that we didn't go uh, to UFC 202. I thought it would have been an amazing opportunity to see McGregor have an epic fight and then the next day fly back to SummerSlam and be a part of that. Mm-hmm. You know, that would have been an amazing weekend. Uh, they chose not to do it. And I have to go by what my bosses tell me to do. And I have to be a team player. I've always been a team player. And do I promote my brand within the brand? There's no question. You have to do that. But at the end of the day, you have to be a team player, and that's what we all are. Now, uh, Steve... 
you know, Steve is uh, still learning more about the WWE product. And when you were with WWE, uh, you worked with Eric Bischoff um, a lot. And you, yeah. you, you were put in a lot of different situations. But, and now Eric has joined the podcasting world. Uh, and he's actually going to be at Hall of Fame. Are you looking forward to seeing Eric and catching up with him a little bit? I actually was on his podcast, I don't know, two or three months ago, and we had an, uh, an amazing hour. The thing I love about doing the podcast, and I've done about everybody's, I've done uh, JR's and Eric's and, and uh, just to name a couple, uh, it, you get to spend a, a, a long period of time. It's an hour, it's an hour and 15 minutes, and you get to catch up. I love the stories. I just met with a publisher the other day at my agency, and, uh, and they're asking me, when do you want to write your book? Because I have so many stories. Uh, I always feel like people write books too early. But the greatest part about the wrestling business is that the stories are amazing because they happen all over the world. And I've got stories from every country just about uh, that you would laugh your asses off at. Uh, so, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing Eric again. I'm looking forward to seeing everybody again uh, because I'm one of the very few. I kind of joked about, you know, when I left in 2008, but I'm very proud of how I left in 2008. I was truthful. I was up front. I told them this is the time for me to go. And you don't stay somewhere forever if your heart is somewhere else. And I'm a sports fan at my core, but WWE is still my home. So that's why I've been so passionate about doing both. Uh, and they, they pushed me out the door and said, hey, uh, come back whenever you want. And that's what we continue to do. Because that's what friendship is all about, guys. Mm-hmm. That's what loyalty is all about. And I'm as loyal to Vince and to the WWE as I'll be to anybody in my lifetime. And that's something that will never change, and I'm very proud of that. Yeah, coach, you know you got your, you know where you got your start from. I mean, you show that loyalty all the time, and it's it's great for them. It's great for you. Right. Thank uh, you. Now, also, you know, you're you're also a sports fan too. Uh, I know you're a big yep. basketball fan. Uh, what do you see so far from the NBA? A couple months ago, we were thinking that it was just going to be Warrior Cavs three, but. It seems like the LeBron is trying to maybe not wanting to have the Cavs <laughs> Warriors three. Hey, let's be honest. You you, you got you, people need to break down and really see what's going on. Uh, LeBron is bored. Uh, <laughs> the Cavs are bored. And look at the numbers of when the Cavs don't play back to back. And that's why I, I find it laughable when people say, "Oh, Boston's good enough," or "The Wizards are good enough." Stop it. Yeah. <laughs> never play back-to-back night. You're never going to have guys that are tired. You're always going to have a, a, a fry, LeBron and Kyrie. And when you Now, will they lose some games in the playoffs? Sure they will. They're not going to sweep everybody. But I think it's going to come down to a great Western Conference playoff. And then I also think that uh, it's going to be Warriors-Cavs 3. Warriors are starting to make their mark, and they're starting to flex their muscles. Uh, last, the last two nights have been amazing for them in Houston and then in San Antonio. Uh, and the Cavs, the Cavs just want to get to the playoffs. They, they want to finish up the next seven or eight games, get to the playoffs, and then you'll see uh, the Cavs that we're used to seeing. Okay, and if, with WrestleMania this weekend, uh, what's the uh, one or two matches that you're looking forward to seeing the most? Well, I'm, I always look forward to seeing Shane perform because I've always been a big fan of his. Um, I love AJ Styles. Uh, I'm also looking forward to seeing uh, the, the John Cena and Nick. I teased him about all the kissing and all that kind of stuff. Because that's just not John Cena, you know. Uh, but I'm also looking forward to, you know, The Undertaker, who doesn't perform very much uh, throughout the year. Uh, I just love being back as a fan, and, and I don't have to work during the show. So I can sit there and watch it. 
and and I was amazed last year. I literally watched it in awe, and I thought, how do human beings put this production together? And I was a part of it, a small part, but I was a part of it for 10 years. And I, I was in awe of, of, of what they're able to accomplish and put together. And I'm actually getting ready to drive down to the stadium right now because they're already setting up for, uh, for Sunday. Um, so it, it's not one particular thing. I just love watching the guys and the ladies up their game for one night a year. Uh, it's just awesome. And you told me in the past that Kurt Angle was your favorite uh, performer. How much are you looking forward to yeah. seeing him go into the Hall of Fame? It was really cool to have him on Off the Top Rope a few weeks ago. It's great to see him sober. It's great to see him clear and, and doing really good things uh, off what was a really low point in his life. Uh, he deserves it. Uh, it's not always deserved, but he deserves it. He will, in my heart, he's the greatest performer I've ever seen. Uh, he could have a great match with anybody, and it's really cool. I would love to see if he has one more run left in him. He is almost 50, but if anybody can do it, he can, and I'm anxious to see him. Uh, I'll see him tomorrow, and I'm really looking forward to it. All right, Coach. And one last thing, where can everybody find you on uh, Twitter and social media? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm on all of them now, Snapchat, Instagram, uh, Twitter. Um, so I'm going to do my best to get on all three, but it's all at the Coach ESPN for all three. It's the same uh, Twitter handle. Uh, we're going to be posting stuff all all weekend from the Hall of Fame, from Fan Access, uh, and also from uh, from WrestleMania on Sunday. So uh, if you go to all three of those, you'll see different stuff. I'll have videos and pictures and, and all that good stuff. Now, Coach, the one thing that Steve and I still need to do is we all need to meet up at some point or another. We, we will find a way to make that happen at some point. And once we do, um, the dinner, will, dinner will definitely be on Steve. Definitely on Steve. Boys, yeah. I, I, I have said this before, and I will say it again. There is a line that you never cross, and I am a superstar, and I just don't hang out with anybody. <laughs> so, let's, just keep, let's just keep our relationship to what it is. <laughs> Radio. <laughs> yeah, I, your, modest, your, your modesty is amazing, Coach. <laughs> Mic- microphones and headphones. <laughs> yeah. Coach, thank you so much. Yeah, you guys are the best, man. Take care. Be well, okay? Thanks, man. All right, bye bye. What an awesome guy, man! <laughs> it's hard to believe this guy. Uh, he's, you know, he's, he's, he's awesome. He really is. Yeah, we, he's such an awesome guy. <laughs> he's no, you know the thing is though, like he's right though. Like the one thing that he has taught me over time is never say no to any opportunity because yeah. you never know where it's going to lead. Yeah. yeah. Um, so let's just quickly take a quick second here just to recap everything that we've gone on our show today. I think we're done. Yeah, electrolytes. Yeah, we're done. Yeah. So the only thing we have left is one last thing to do. Uh, thanks, thanks to 